Let's Talk Home Repair is sponsored by Matriarchy Build, who provide tele-DIY services connecting homeowners to vetted pros for one-on-one video consultations. Visit matriarchybuild.com to get guidance on projects as small as a leaky faucet or as big as a home remodel. You can even book a session with Amy themselves. Visit www.matriarchybuild.com. Tele-DIY. Like telehealth? Yeah. Cool. I know. Hi, I'm Amy, general contractor. And I'm Alicia, homeowner. And we're talking home repair. Today we've got some juicy topics. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going to do a project update from the Dadu that Amy Works is working on. Then we're going to be doing a deep dive into inexpensive bathroom updates when you can't really pull off a whole remodel right now. Uh, and then we have a couple of questions. So let's start with the update from the Dadu. Where are we at? Last oh. time we left you... Were we pound, pouring the foundation and we were beyond not, that? Not yet, and we still haven't, unfortunately. Really? Uh, yes, yes. Got kind of hung up a little bit. Um, we had, well, s- scheduling the subcontractors and got a little hung up. So we had to have the electrician come out and do some work before we could do the pour. There's a, there, what they call a Eufer cable. Okay. Which is a grounding thing that actually attaches to the rebar that's in the concrete. Right. So okay. once they had all the rebar tied in, and uh. before they poured, the electrician had to come out and do his part with this Eufer cable. So we were waiting for him to be able to come out and do it. And it's like, oh, I can't be there until next week. And so then after that got done, then we had to wait on the actual inspection of the rebar. Oh, wow. And then now we had to wait on um, uh, actually scheduling the truck that's going to come out and do the pour. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get, hello, we're in Seattle. We get torrential rains. It's like, oh, yep, can't do it this week, can't do it now. So um, we are actually at the point where it's weather dependent and we're waiting for the weather to break a little wow. bit. Wow. Do you get yeah. to keep your place in the queue, though? Because obviously the rain is impacting all pores. Right. No? Yes. I'm hoping. Okay. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm surely hoping that that's the way it's going to work. But once, because we've got uh, lumber package is ready to be delivered and roof truss is ready to be delivered. We've got the the framers that are just waiting. It's like they're they're ready to go as soon as that thing gets poured and we can wow. start walking on it. So and so did you uh, did you have to wait for the electrician to put that. It's a ground of sorts, right? Yes. What did you call it? Eufer cable. A Eufer cable. Um, could they not inspect the rebar before that happened? Or I don't it, think so. I think okay. that had to be part of it. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. So make sure that it's there, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. When did that so. become a common thing? Ooh, that I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Just be, uh, mm-hmm. this building here, the new parts of the foundation mm-hmm. does have one of those added, mm-hmm. which is kind of nice. Yeah. Um, so you're waiting on people negotiating contractors. Yep. And yep. and so it's just sitting there doing nothing. It is. Just And are you responsible for finding some place to house that um you know your lumber packages and or Well, we're going to hold it off as long as we can. Off. Yeah, we'll just we'll just call the the supplier and say, "Wait, don't deliver it quite yet." Um and then And there's a limit to that though, right? Cuz they don't want to sit around with a bunch of stuff in their warehouse that is already sold. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, and then they'll they'll bring it out. And we'll just but you're not worried cover about that. Up. No, Mm-mm. so hopefully, hopefully the next update we will be able to say <laughs> framers are framing. <laughs> and as we're talking on ten twenty six, 
there is forecasted another week of pretty heavy rains. Yes. And that winter is going to be rainy. Right. And November is supposed to be like the wettest month. Right. So we're hoping. Keeping our fingers crossed. Keeping so you won't take another crossed. one of these until spring. Well, we'll get it. Going? We'll get it started because we can start doing plans. We've got a couple that we're we're actually looking at right now. By the time we're ready to do everything, it, it will be, be springtime. Yeah, yep, we'll be good. <laughs> good. We'll be really good, good to go. Yeah. All right, our deep dive inexpensive bathroom upgrade. So this right. is an upgrade, not a remodel. Right. So there are people that just, you know, they don't have the $25,000 to put into a bathroom remodel and they just, uh, you know, and their bathrooms are just tired, just yeah. absolutely tired. So if they're willing to put in the elbow grease and do a little bit of research, you know, there's some things that they can do to make it, to make it look a lot better. One of the, one of the things that you can do is actually regrout, mm-hmm. regrout your t- tile. Now that is a little involved. You know, it's not really. It's labor intensive. Okay. Right? So you have to have you have to have what they call a grout saw. And it's not really a saw. It's a blade that looks like a utility knife blade. Mm-hmm. That's um got uh it's a really rough I wanna say it's it can't be diamonds, but maybe it is. I mean to get through okay grout you would need right, something to, like that. Yeah. So so you Because that's a hand tool, right? Or is that right. No, it, it's 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 like it tool. looks like a utility blade holder with, uh, or utility blade that's on this handle. Yeah. Okay. And so you go through and, and take out about an eighth of an inch of grout on each line. So you're you're not digging out everything. No, no, you don't have to take out everything. You are just, you are just getting down to new, Mm. new grout. Mm -hmm. Um, so you work through that, use your, you know, shop vac and have a mask on, of course, because that stuff is, you know, the dust is nasty. Uh, and that's the time consuming part is actually taking that out. If you have like mosaic tile on your floor, you know, that little one inch stuff, that. That's, that's dicey. Kind of, yeah, that's kind of dicey. That's going to be seriously labor intensive. But, you know, like four by four tile or or subway tile, something like that. Um, so you do that and then uh, regrout it. With possibly a new color. I mean, if you, you wanted to mess around you, with... You could. You could. Because, I mean, you're covering existing grout. Right. So if you wanted to go with a darker line that right. was traditional you know, Right. Or so you want to make sure that you've got... All that old colors, definitely, Truly, you know, yeah. you are actually down below the surface of when you're going to re, you know, regrout. Right. Um, so, yeah, you could definitely do that. Um, you're going to take out the caulk that is between the wall and the surface of the tub or the wall and the, the shower pan. Mm-hmm. That caulk that's in there and then that that's in the corner and you want to uh, re-caulk that as well. With some nice, Why do I need clean- to take the caulk off? Off. Because you can't, it, it's, it won't stick, the caulk won't stick, uh, old caulk or new caulk won't stick to old. So when you're regrouting, you need to take all that caulk out. So you get right up to the shower pan or the tub right. side. Okay. Right. And then. And you're talking about, I guess I'm, I'm, I guess I'm concentrating on floor, but you're even talking about doing shower surround. walls. Yes. Yep. Okay. Doing your shower walls. Because cool. that's right. really good. I mean, if, you, if your tile's in good shape and it's just like, oh, the, the grout is starting to come out or it's discolored, yeah. it never got sealed, and it just looks shabby. Sure, um, sure. You can, you can do this. And you don't take it all the way out because then you're going to have tiles falling out. And then you're in no, a, into a tile job. No, 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 no. It's the thin set on the back of the tile that keeps it in, not the grout. 
Oh, so you could go all the way down the... All right. You could go all the way down if you wanted to, but you don't necessarily don't need, need to. to. Right. But that's not a danger if I accidentally go too deep. No. That's okay. Yep. yep. Okay. It cool. sure is. And they also have those um, grout blades that uh, will go on a reciprocating saw, a sawzall. Ah, uh, yeah. And that can be a little tricky. Or it can go on a multi-tool. You know, the oscillating multi-tool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But you need to be really careful and take it slow until you've really got it down. Otherwise, you're going to scratch your scratch tile. Mm -hmm. Um, Pick your grout. Follow the follow the directions. um, Do it in small sections. Um, Mm. Don't use too much water, but you have to use enough. Why do it in small sections? Because it's really difficult sometimes to clean off and you get that haze. Okay. If you don't clean it off. Um, fairly quickly. Fairly quickly. Um, especially if you're using something that's got a sealant in it. Sure. It will grab onto the surface of that tile and then it's it's hard to clean off. Mm. And if the longer you let it set up, the harder it is to clean. So if you do it in smaller sections, you grout it, clean it. and you're, you're How long able after to- you grout it do you clean it? Doesn't have to it's, set it's, some. It has to set some, and it's also it's also product dependent. Ah, got right. it. So so some you know it's like within fifteen minutes. Some you have a little bit longer. Um, mm. Definitely read the directions. Go on YouTube and and watch their videos or talk to tech support or somebody. Um, but definitely read the directions so that so that you're using the directions specifically for that product. Right. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. that's a good note. Whether it has sealant or not could change the whole game on how it behaves. Right. Okay. Yes, if you're if you're using like a polyurethane one or a an epoxy um, <laughs> grout, then those can be really tricky. Our our uh, tile installer doesn't like using the epoxy uh. one because it's so hard. So <laughs> right. if that gives you any kind of indication on how difficult it is, <laughs> right? Yeah. So okay, so you got it. You got your shower regrouted, mm-hmm. which is great. You got it recalked. Add some new storage mm. back behind your cl- your bathroom door. Typically, there's nothing back there. So mm. you can open up that wall and do a recessed medicine cabinet of sorts. Oh, yeah. Or you can or even cool do... cool shelving. Or... or you can do shelves, right, yeah. that that are going to be recessed in the wall. So it's not... The door's not going to hit it or anything, but that's going to give you a little bit, you know, so... Uniqueness. Toothpaste, deodorant, Q-tips, you know, whatever, something like that. But it gives you a little bit more storage room. Or even decorative. True. If you wanted to leave them open. Right. And so that requires some drywalling. No? N- well, no, not actually. What it requires a little bit of framing. Okay. Unless unless you can center it over your existing the existing studs that are there. Right. If you wanna if you wanna have it not between the existing studs, but want to move it one way or the other, then you have to kind of reframe that a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then that would require some drywall because you're going to have a little bit that's going to, you know, open it up wider to expose the studs that so are that there. So you can do that framing. Yeah, so you can do that framing. So there will be a little bit of drywall um, repair. Which- and so are you kind of putting little mini... Headers and footers in? You are. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just like the same as building a window. Pretty but much. Just yep. Putting yep. a platform for a- your Exactly, where you can just slide that right in there. But if you can do it between existing joists, then you just have to cut. You do have to put one on top and one bottom. But that's super slick. Uh, yeah. And actually, you probably could do it even without putting. Because don't they anchor uh, through the yeah, side of the Yeah, you go on the side to the, to the, the unit. So sometimes you actually do put one uh, like a on the bottom. Because it's sitting on there, but on the top, eh, 
wouldn't think that'd be too necessary. That's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, you know, put some glass shelves in, maybe over the toilet. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't look real clunky or it doesn't fill the space because they're glass shelves, but mm. yet you still have shelving. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Or you can also do, um, you know, just some regular shelving or a cabinet of sorts um, above the toilet so that you can, you know, put towels or something like that. Yeah. In. I love the idea of the, the glass, even if it were a cabinet, if it were a glass cabinet, so you just don't get that hovering claustrophobic, sometimes like with hutches over toilets, you know, they just, it gets a little claustrophobic. It's filling it. A lot of space. Yeah, and you usually find those in smaller bathrooms because you need the space. You need the space and it's right. like, oh, let's put this in here too. And it just makes that bathroom just come, you know, down on your head. Yeah, feel and even just, smaller. Yeah, yeah. So if you did the the glass shelves or, or something, it makes it makes a difference. Nice. In your your existing vanity, you can do um drawer organizers. Mm-hmm. You can do some uh pull-out shelves, right? Mm-hmm. Because that cabinet underneath the sink usually is not very well organized Mm -hmm. and it just stuff gets stuffed in there Mm -hmm. and so you can actually put pull out shelves one on top of the other Mm. that that comes out so you're actually expanding the the capacity of that vanity um by two yeah yeah so yeah that's a that's a and just nicer and cleaner and more organized it is right for the ocd family members (laughs) yes that would be me (laughs) yes let's see what else could you do? Uh, there's updating the light fixture as well. Ah, you know, getting that yeah. uh, 1970s swag light out of there and, and putting in something that's a little bit more modern. Is Actually, the 70s would look kind of cool. It's the, those 2000 bubbles just... Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. right. The chrome and the, the white glass kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right. <laughs> um, at least update it to an LED, right? LED lights uh, makes it nice. Right. Um, and then you've always got paint nice coat of paint it's gonna make it nice new hardware on your cabinet um something as simple as replacing the toilet seat yep you know self-closing toilet seat or even well you know those are nice (laughs) middle of the night it's not going bam (laughs) especially if you have a 14 year old boy here's my fear about closing lids is this is this something we need to have therapy about? No, I don't think oh. it's therapy. I think it's a a legitimate fear. Um, I always want rats that come up through the sewer to be able to get out of the toilet. I don't. I would rather them be in the building or in the house rather than dead in the toilet because they couldn't lift the lid out to get out. Wow! Never ever even enters my mind. Have I, you seen rats come out of a toilet? Oh, really? I was just saying when it was at the old studio and I came in one day to work and somebody had put the lid down because I don't put the lid down. Uh-huh. Yeah, the, the first lid, of course, but I'm talking right, about the right. closed lid. Right, right. And I opened it up and there was a rat and he couldn't get out and so he drowned. I would rather have him drown in the toilet than I would get out and be running around. Everybody has their own needs. Oh. That's mine. Wow. Never thought about that. Okay. <laughs> so no self-closing, no self-closing lids yeah. for, <laughs> <Not> <laughs> for Alicia. Huh. Okay. Um, and a new faucet. Yeah. 
new faucet and make it nice and clean and shiny. And once you take that faucet off, you're able to clean all of that stuff out from underneath that's been building up there for 20 years. And yeah. And once you made the commitment, even if you aren't able to change the the faucet, I think it's nice to take it off and like the calcium that's built out and you Uh just kind of started to tolerate a slow movie, you know, a, a slow faucet. You tolerated a slow drain. You know, just spending some time on that will make you feel like you oh, have a right. new bathroom. Right. A new aerator. Yeah. Right. So it doesn't, yeah. so that water doesn't spray in every direction, but you take it out and you clean that out or get a new one. Yeah. That's like a new faucet. Same thing like on your shower head. Right. Right. You know, if you need something else. Right. Do a little zip in on your, on your sink drain. Yes. That's you- always fun to do. I love doing oh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about satisfaction there. Yeah. Zip it. Oh, yeah, with a big My old My sister wand. and I send pictures oh, do you? to each other. Nice. Like if we get a really good one, <laughs> we send the pictures. Some people send food. We send pictures of that. Oh, yeah. Nice. Go so, on. you know, that's a pretty good list of, of things to do to kind of freshen things up. New shower curtain. Yep. If you've got a shower curtain, um, do a clean, a really good clean on the shower door. To get all of that calcium buildup off mm-hmm. as well, make it and nice there's a and spray shiny. that would help. Oh yeah, there, yeah. I'm sure there's all, all kinds of products and and things like that. So um, yeah, that's a pretty pretty decent list of yeah. rather inexpensive things that you can do to make your bathroom look new and spiffy, spiffy without spending a whole lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what those are great. Yeah. So you have a couple of questions also. I do. Um, so somebody was asking me. Um, how are the lead times on materials? Yeah. You know, first we had uh, the lumber prices mm-hmm. that just went through the roof. And those have actually settled down quite a bit. Good, good. The, uh, actually, the um, project that we were doing, the DADU, where mm-hmm. we have the lumber package, um, probably, I would say, at least a 50% decrease in cost. That much? From when we... Not for the entire project, but for the lumber package itself. Yeah, probably a 50% decrease. Wow. um, From because we did, we priced that job out in the height of where a sheet of OSB or plywood was $125. Yeah. When, you know, it used to be 15, right? So now it has gone back down, and which is going to be really nice for the client. Yeah. And get a significant savings on that. For sure. But we are still having issues with um, uh, windows. Mm. Something about the glass is is causing in the supply chain. There's an issue with with glass. Yeah. Um, so windows are sometimes you know twelve weeks out. Twelve weeks. Yeah. And then also, so it's not the manufacturing; it's getting the glass. From my understanding, yeah. Um, I may be wrong. But that's my understanding. It was the the glass itself is, um, and we had a shower door or shower panel that uh, we had um, bid out, you know, August. So three months ago, four months ago, mm-hmm. and the price of that went up by fifty percent just in that four month period wow. for a glass panel, just a simple glass panel. It's like. Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, things are things are better. Things are worse. Kind of, mm-hmm. you know, just you got to kind of check it, see what's going on. So some of your delays have been okay because you've been waiting on some of your other materials, right? So right. not yeah. a huge yeah. crisis, right? But it will nice to get. It'll be nice to get you guys inside. 
Oh, I mean, yeah. Finish. <laughs> finish working. Put the yeah. roof on. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So getting better. That's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, and then somebody was asking me, you know, they can lights, you know, yep. big, big rage for can lights. And um, how difficult are they to, you know, old can lights, incandescent bulbs, and then they put the the fluorescent one so you look up and you see that twirly fluorescent thing to changing it out to, to an LED. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they have these great retrofit. Now, I actually have a YouTube video on this. Oh, okay. So go check it out. What it's am I searching for? Really simple. It's Amy Works YouTube channel um, about changing out retrofit for an LED can light. Okay. And it is so simple as you take the you take the bulb out, you take the ring and the the decorative part, like it, it's either right. black or a white cone that's up there held in by springs. Right. So the only thing you see is that that metal can, and you see the empty socket. You have your retrofit LED light. It screws into the light socket, and then it's got clips or springs that go into that can and goes right up against the the ceiling, and da-da, you're done. And it literally the- takes like three minutes. And the spring, the light is actually in that ring. Yep. That's one unit mm-hmm. type of but, thing. Yep. And you can change the... Um, Temperature? Right. Yeah. That's a good, yeah. Like if you want it daylight or bright white or whatever, there's, there's, you know, a little switch that you can, you yeah. can change it. I think so. I saw some of those are, some of them even have Bluetooth capability. Yeah. So you can yeah. change the color of your, you know, right, Kelvin. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I actually have a shop light in my garage that has a, a Bluetooth speaker in it. Nice. That's yeah, pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so, How's the sound quality on that? Not too bad. I mean, I'm either working out or dinking around in the garage. I really don't care. It's, like, it's playing music, so I'm good with it. So, right. yeah. There's a wide range of expenses on that. Like you say, you can get fancier things or basic things. They're pretty – it's it's pretty, pretty consistent. It's pretty consistent. The thing that you need to know is the size of your, your can, right? Yeah, okay. A lot of times they are – it's either five or six inch. Sometimes they have four inch. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones that I used could be – put into a five or six inch can. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So you just you just need to know what size that is. And then you go down to your big box store, your electrical supply house, and, and you can get them. That's and great. Pretty cool. Easy squeezy. Worked really well. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Have any other questions for us? No, that's it. That's all, right. all we got for today. If you have any questions or ideas on inexpensive updates for kitchens or bathrooms or living yeah. rooms or bedrooms, we'd love to hear about them. <laughs> Go ahead and email us at askamy at amyworks.com. We'll see you next week. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Alicia. Makes me wonder. This podcast is sponsored by Amy Works, a residential remodeling contractor in Seattle. We want to help you realize the dream of your next kitchen, bath, or basement remodel. Check out some of our work on our website, amyworks.com. Give us a call at 206-478-2019 or send us an email at help at amyworks.com.